Welcome back, listeners. On this episode, I spoke to director, writer, and producer A.V. Rockwell about her work on 1001. 1001 won the Grand Jury Prize at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival. First off, congratulations on um, the so far success of your your film and um, the fact that it's being released next week. How does that all feel for you right now? Thank you. It's it's very exciting. I mean, I mean, I'm just so grateful. I think for any filmmaker to try to get their first movie made is a triumph, you know. So I think to accomplish that and have it continue to be embraced and to be able to get into theaters, it's all a big deal. So I'm just really excited and and looking forward to looking forward to that on March 31st <laughs> and uh, and just enjoying the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a long time coming um, that I've read. And I'm just wondering um, what the, um, how the gestation of this idea came to be and then how did it get, go from um, script to screen? Yeah, so um, so I, I think uh, it probably was percolating for a while before it became, uh, you know, a real idea. You know, I think anybody who does know my body of work, like I had done a series of shorts called Open City Mixtapes. So I had already like kind of acknowledged just me being a native New Yorker who loved the city and was just kind of processing, you know, just seeing it go through change. Um, but it wasn't until 2018 that I really started to seriously buckle down and decide like, okay, this is what I want to do as my first movie and just developing the film that you see today from that point onward. Mm. Yeah, and then was there another part to that question? I'm sorry. And just sort of how it went from script to screen ultimately at the end. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So um, I think a huge part of what what was uh you know it was pivotal to that journey was uh the producers that I worked with Hillman Grad, Side and Scene, uh and, and Make Ready. I think that them, you know, they really took that entire journey with me in terms of taking the movie through development into like the script, you know, the writing process, uh, and the version that we eventually took to focus, who came on uh as our, as our partners distributing the film into theaters. Uh so I think uh it was it was a ride that was it was different from what I expected because by by the time that I started writing is I just finished my short feathers, which I thought would um I thought like that taking that to festivals would be <laughs> my entry point. You know, it would help me, you know, get the doors open that I needed to get my first movie made. But uh, I, I actually, this actually came together before Feathers was even out in festivals. Uh, I had just did like a private screening and and all the people that ended up becoming my collaborators in terms of my producing partners, they were in the room. And, and it was really them coming together and saying like, okay, this is a filmmaker we believe in that we really want to get behind. Uh, to make whatever she wants to make <laughs> yeah. it was that, like that's what I really like appreciate the most in, in in helping me get this from an idea in my head and in my heart into the screen I mean into the script version and then eventually on screens now mm-hmm. and so what did you learn about yourself um from writing this script mm, you know I think that um there was so much that I learned I mean I think I I learned a lot about how I related to the city that I that, that I grew up in. Um, and so I think it was, you know, reconciling that it's a city that I love, but there's a lot of pain there and there's a lot of disappointment. Um, and just recognizing how New York does relate to, uh, you know, marginalized communities within it, you know, the black community within it. So um, so I think that that was something that I, that I was processing. I was processing, you know, coming of age as, as New York, I'm coming, coming of age as a black woman within New York. 
Um, and I think in that process, it, it was also really great to reflect on that uh, and learn from that because I think coming of age as a young woman, I think a lot of the things that Inez goes through is, is very normal for what women in this community go through in general. Um, and so I think processing that, but also just taking a journey, I think in the ways that she's so committed and so nurturing and so giving, you know, I think she shows so much, shows up so much uh, in terms by way of love for these other characters. Um, but she's just, you know, hoping that they will give it to her uh, without conditions uh, to her in return. And, and that doesn't fully happen. She's never fully enough. And so I think the journey she, she takes in realizing that you, you are enough, you know, I think just re recognizing that for, for women that go through this in any community, that it's one thing to want to be recognized and to feel a, a, a full sense of love from other people, but it's so important to love yourself as well. And I think that Inez going through the journey that she has, it is kind of her own journey of self-discovery um, and, uh, and and learning to love herself because I think that impacts so much of the choices that she makes, uh, her, her longing for love, but not realizing that missing part of it as well. It impacts so much of the choices that she makes over the course of the film, um, not only what she does, but what she accepts. Um, so I think that was important, important, an important takeaway for me so that I could th therefore bring that revelation to the character. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the true turn in the film, I mean, really just absolutely got you. And it's, uh, it, it's something to really, um, I think will be discussed in, in a larger conversation in terms of, of what it all means. And um, I think it's done so beautifully um, and heartbreakingly. Um, and I'm wondering, I mean, you're working with a bunch of not first time actors, but younger actors that are still getting their their feet in the water and really getting out there. And I'm curious, what advice did you give to them in terms of, of putting themselves all out there on this, uh, for, for this film? Um, hmm. I think it was, it was very different person to person in many ways, you know, how we navigated those conversations. I think a lot of what I was looking for uh, they already knew that they had it, you know, that's how, you know, that's how I knew that they were right for this movie in the first place. And so I just, I think I just tried to to be the type of filmmaker that is kind of like, okay, I want you to be honest, I want you to be truthful in how you bring yourself to these roles. And so the best thing that I can do is not only ask that of you, but let you know that I, you know, I'm going to create a safe environment for you, you know, so that whatever exploration we need to do together and that you need to do in your own as you're discovering this character, you feel the full uh, freedom to, 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 to enjoy that exploration and to enjoy that process and to try things. And, you know, it's a collaboration at the end of the day. It's not just me dictating to them, you know, it's, it's directing is guiding, you know, it's, I, I'm not telling you exactly how to do it. I'm not going to do it for you. Uh, I mean, maybe I might give you specifically how I want it, but, <laughs> but ultimately they, they are the vessel for these characters, right? So I think uh, I just try to, to just guide them to the right places uh, that they needed, you know, to go to in order, you know, and get, guide them to the right tools. Uh, so that they could get into these characters and tap into the emotions that they needed to uh, throughout the film. Mm. And I mean, Tiana Taylor is obviously a true powerhouse um, in this film, unlike some I've seen in recent years. It's just what she does is um, outstanding. And I'm just curious where you drew inspiration for, for her particular character beyond some of the 
um, New Yorkers that you probably do know and that you um, do see on a daily basis? Yeah, I mean, I think reflecting those women uh, was definitely a huge part of it. Like you said, I think beyond that, I just was trying to write a character that I really wanted to see, you know, and even in representing those familiar people and those familiar faces to me, uh, I wanted I wanted to make sure that those women felt seen, but also felt empowered, you know, and I felt like she needed to be a force of nature uh, in terms of who this character was. I wanted to feel her complexities. I just wanted to feel her color, her colors, just as a complex character, period, you know, male or female. I just wanted her to feel fun and, you know, just in terms of how people experienced her and felt entertained by just seeing this woman come to life on screen. Um, and I also wanted to feel that, even though we're talking about a group of people and a woman who is so um, marginalized and overlooked in society that you still felt her uh, her power. I felt she still felt her taking life by the horns and really trying to stay in charge of her own destiny uh, and, and stay in control of like, for better or worse, like she is determined to create the version of life that she wants. Um, and I think that was really important to not feel like, okay, woe is me. And like, I didn't want to feel a pity party. I didn't want to feel, uh, I didn't want anybody who sees themselves in these characters to feel weak. No, I wanted them to see their strength and, and see that no matter what life throws out at you, you have the tools within you to overcome. And I think it's, Inez is such a great example of that and, and, and how she, Tiana portrays her um, and really feeling the strength of this woman even though you feel like she's still human, you feel that full humanity, you feel the vulnerability, you feel the weaknesses in her, but that strength is definitely the conduit on which she's like guided through life. So um, so I just wanted her to be a, an, an example uh, for people, but also just be an exciting force to see on screen. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, the final scene in particular, I mean, do you have thoughts on where Inez is today? Um, do I have thoughts on where she is? Mm -hmm. You know, I think it, it's tough because in so many ways, I think without giving too much about the end, too, too much away about the end of the movie, uh, I think that Inez is in a hard, it's hard. Try to, <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, she feels she has a lot more clarity. You know, I think she has a lot more clarity than she did coming into the movie, not only about life and how she relates to others, but how she relates to herself. And so I think there's a certain part of her that, that will move forward, you know, regardless of what is thrown at her, will move forward in a much more empowered way. Um, and I think that's really exciting. And I, and I think a lot, so much of the last moments in the movie speak to that, the fact that she feels free, like now I can really live. Mm. You know, and, and that's really exciting and and I think that there is a little bit of suspense you know in the way the movie ends about yeah what is next for her and what will happen you know but I think regardless of what is thrown at her you know that Inez is going to be okay because of how she feels uh you know by the end of the movie and where this journey has taken her absolutely no I 100% I agree and wish I knew where she I mean if there was a sequel to the film I would love to know where she truly ended up but um no I think that answer is beautiful and I, I completely agree with you there um and then I mean sort of in our final few minutes I mean you've taken this to Sundance and you've done a few screenings now um and I'm just curious what has been the the biggest response that you've gotten from from seeing these audiences take this film in 
um, after having it be sort of uh, so within you for so long and now it's being put out into the world, what what are what are those responses like um, after the screenings were out? I mean, it's it's been really amazing, to be honest. I think, uh, you know, I've just been in, in my little cave with my, you know, with my collaborators along this journey. Um, and so I know what I intended when I wrote this movie. I know what my intentions were when I directed it. Uh, but I still had very little idea of how people were going to react to it and what people and what people were going to take away, how much of what my intentions would actually shine through for people. So I think that the degree to which all of it has been received by people and, and not everybody gets everything. I think it's, it's a movie that it's a conversation that is inspiring that will fill in some of the missing gaps that certain people might have. But overall, it seems like everything that I intended it, it's there in a way that people are seeing and feeling in a, in a very deep and visceral way. And a lot of the conversations and things that have had that people have been talking about uh, have been things that I was really nervous about. Like I was like, are people going to understand certain themes in this film? Are you going to understand certain elements of this character if they're not if they don't come from this experience and certain nuances of how this movie is, you know, that their story is represented? If, if it's not your experience, are you going to represent are you going to fully understand certain aspects of the story so I think just the full level of like depth to which people have been like the depth and degree to which people have been like just processing and taking this movie in regardless of their age or creed or you know race like yeah. it's been very it's very it's been very very wonderful um and, and I appreciate that it's been it's resonating with people in such a personal way you know mm -hmm. that in whatever ways that they're processing it you know that it, it's 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 hitting home for people um mm. so i think that all has just been made a very special a very special time mm, absolutely um well av i know we're right at time but i want to thank you so much um for thank chatting you. with me today and i hope you're able to soak in everything that's happening around you because i know it's probably a lot um but uh i i wish you nothing but the best um with this film and uh, with your with where you go next, because I, I know it's going to be um, a really exciting journey for you. Thank you. And best of luck to you, too. I hope we get an opportunity to speak again on the next one. So uh, thank you again for just, you know, obviously having so many kind of things to say about the movie, but having this conversation with me. So, you know, take care. <laughs> Absolutely. You, too. You, too. Thank you all for listening. This episode was edited and produced by me, Jackson Vickery. Graphics were done by Dylan Michael, and the opening and closing theme were done by Sterling Gavinsky.